Deezer Originals Hello, I'm Joey Barton and welcome to a bonus edition of the Edge podcast, exclusive to you Deezer subscribers. In this week's episode, I spoke to world boxing champion, the bomber, Tony Bellew. We didn't have time to fit everything into the main show, so here's a little extra something from our conversation just for you. You starred in Creed, oh. Hollywood film, yeah. alongside Sylvester Stallone. We've all grew up watching the Rocky movies. Yeah. How was he? He was sound. He's an Evertonian, isn't he, as well? So I've seen him with the Evans scarf with Bill. So do you say. Mate, <laughs> uh, what Sly knows about foot, I can fit on the back of a first-class stamp and have room for the Lord's Prayer. So how's this come about? How's this come? How'd you end up in this film? You don't want to know. Uh, no, I do want to know. <laughs> I got a call on my phone. This Everton had just been bounced everywhere by Chelsea 6-3. And I mean, I wasn't happy coming out of the match, sitting in my seat. Comes out the game... Uh, phone goes Tony this is such and such listen I'm calling you about wanting to be in a Hollywood movie I said to mate, yeah, of course I've just been bounced every 6 I'm thinking some cop has got the phone my phone <laughs> number and he's just having a laugh at me like come on I'm not in the mood I was I, I know why exactly where I was and what I was doing because it was the last weekend I could have a takeaway and I was on my way the Indian to get the takeaway for me and my bed last and, supper uh, yeah it was, it was the last takeaway I was having so I'm on the way there Phone call gets ended anyway, so I arrives at the end. and phones me, misses. I says, Rach, this fella's phoned me about a movie in Hollywood with Sylvester Slot. She went, Don't be stupid, just get home. It's ridiculous. Don't go talk soft. Okay, gets home. This another two phone calls come. Uh, the third time he calls, I goes to him, Listen, before you go any further, where did you get my phone number from? And he goes, I got it off Ross Barkley. Straight away, mate. I'm on the phone to Ross. Listen, lad. If you and them lads are winding me up, I don't think today's the best day, first of all. And number two, lad, your car's going to be on bricks on Monday morning, finish farm, if you're winding me up. So, honest to God, me dad's, me, me, me best mate's dad knows Sylvester Stone or someone from the, the, the studios, or whatever, and they've got me number through you. And, uh, and I thought, all right. And now, if that was Leon Osman, nailed on, I knew they were onto something. It was something to do with Beadle or something. I knew it would be, but it wasn't Aussie. So it's completely out of Ross's nature. I've known Ross for years since he was young at Everton. So I just didn't see it coming. Long story short, end up speaking to producers, spoke to like the director. An, uh, audition? No. The director came over here and he said, can you do a screen test for me? Whether that's an audition or whatever. He'd done the screen test and he said, you look great on camera. And I said, okie doke, he may not know what a clue is going on. And I thought I was going to be... I was going to say something inappropriate there. I thought I was going to be an extra or something on the camera. Yeah, keep that to yourself, mate. We're not not ready for that yet. So then he says to me, uh, say this, this and this on camera. Don't ever said whatever he wants me to say. The director's with me at this point. At this moment in time, he's not a big director. He's just directed one movie called Fruitvale Station, which is a fantastic movie. Watch it. It's brilliant. He shot through Vale Station. He shot this movie in 60 days with one camera. It's an unbelievable film. He won awards for its Sundance Awards. That was Ryan Coogler's first rise to fame. Bear in mind, he's gone on to direct Creed and he's just made Black Panther. All right. 
Oh, I've seen you at the premiere, it's yeah. Unbelievable. So it's unbelievable. It's one of the best movies. My little kid, my little lad, seen the poster. He's like, we need that. I said, it's not out yet. Trust me, it's go out see this it. week, is it's it? It's unbelievable. It's absolutely outstanding. And I don't say talk like that about superhero oh, movies, nice, but yeah. this is the only superhero movie I've seen compete I'll get with that. To that by my lad anyway, the only superhero movie I've seen that competes with Batman. It's better than every other superhero movie by a mile. Christian Bale, Batman, Dark Knight, Joker, Dark Knight, Heath Batman. Ledger. Yeah, do you class them as superhero movies though? They are, aren't they? But they're beyond that. Yeah. Like it's, the be- it's the best Marvel movie I've ever seen anyway. Right. That's what I will say. So, I get to the phone call. I turns up at this meeting at the Radisson Blue in town. Honest to God, I walked in the hotel. I, I know it's not. This was I was trying to arrange this meeting as low-key as possible because I had the Cleverly fight 12, oh, 10 right. weeks away and I didn't want to be seen yeah. out or meeting with strange people. Goes to this meeting and I swear when I first walked in the building, I've got me and my mate, Gary, with me and I walked in and I thought... I didn't know this, and you're going to have to obviously cut this out. I thought Jeremy Beadle was going to come out of a toilet somewhere. Little to, little be known to me. Real Ferdinand. Did I know Jeremy Beadle was dead? I didn't know Jeremy Beadle was well, dead. It's Rio, Rio did the one with remember David James walked around the art gallery going, oh yeah, and it was oh, just yeah. kids' paintings. A pair of plonkers. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I was waiting for someone to come out and swill me with a bucket of water or something, thinking, I've been had, it is what it is. And next time, sitting down. So when I met these fellas, I said no. I met people from Warner Brothers, the studio, basically told them no, um, not interested really in doing it, not knowing what kind of part it was. The next day, the director flew into England, sat down with me, we just drove around all day in my car talking, and he was just, he's just a normal lad from Oakland, he's a street kid, and I just get him, he was boss, and I said to him, listen... Because not like a just, a, you're not like an extra, like Beckham in the uh, no, King guy. Arthur one, where he just says a couple of lines. You'd... I haven't even seen that yet. I was a bad I'm the bad guy the main yeah. bad guy but what I, when I met I said to Ryan listen I really like you so at this moment in time I'm not going to do the movie and he said no I'm, you're, you're the only one I want for this part and I was like listen I don't think I'm going to do it it's not for me and he says to me and then you wrote the chair house no well <laughs> I, I rejected the first three offers and then the third offer I had to accept because I wasn't in no position to knock it back <laughs> uh, and Ryan says I says to Ryan if I don't do the movie I want to stay in touch with you because I like you. You're a you're a good person. I know a good person when I meet them. And uh, he just said, "You're gonna do it. You're gonna do it." But anyway, months went by. I ended up agreeing to do it. Uh, I couldn't reject a third offer. Me. How, how long did you spend filming it? I lived in Philadelphia for three months. That long, yeah. I didn't come see me. Kids Any acting coaches or? I don't. I went to an acting class and got off. You go on as if like yeah, I, fucking. I, I, just... I got in. I went to an acting class for twenty minutes and got off. I what was you doing? Any school plays or anything? No. You didn't even have to school play no. chill war comp, did you? No, I mean, it's not like they asked me to play a doctor or a surgeon or something. I mean, they said play you're a playing, scout boxer. playing yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> play, playing yourself before you're world champion, thinking you're going to be world champion. It wasn't hard, don't get me wrong. It was very hard to open up to some of the scenes. Good self-fulfilling pro- prophecy, though. Suppose. Visualisations, what McGregor yeah. and all that's all about, isn't it? It's Laws all, of attraction, whatever that I, is. I don't. I had to... Basically, they wrote a script and then I had to go over all the script for my part with Ryan to see. He wanted it to be as authentic as possible. So you could change it for yeah, your so word. so I could change it. What, what would the scouts say? Right. What would the, yeah. How would the world champion carry himself? How would the world champion talk? What would the pound-for-pound pound best fighter in the world be wearing? I mean, these ones put fair coats on me and everything. It was unbelievable. Maybe they wanted me to turn up like Don King. But <laughs> I was like, no, he wouldn't wear that. He'd wear this or everything I had on. It was like Gucci things and stuff like Did that. Did you have to keep them? No, it was all my own clothes. That's the mad thing about it. It's all my own clothes. So <laughs> Should I was have gone into the war then, then, would you? Oh, mate. Get in there it was, the it was crazy, but... Nah, class. That, I mean, it's, I it shows you how far, far sport can take it. Because you've, you, we've talked before, the flip side of that, mm. that being in the right place at the right time, 
you know that one punch where the ref doesn't step yeah. in and 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 save you as you said. Know. You know, can look, be, life can be completely yeah, different. It shows you how like them sliding doors moments in yeah. life. Thanks again to Tony Bellew. Make sure you subscribe to be the first to hear our next episode out next week. For now, from me, Joey Barton, thanks and goodbye. Deezer Originals